Technology and the Sea. Fascination Marine Technology. A podcast by Bärbel Fiening in cooperation with the German Association for Marine Technology, GMT. Welcome to this podcast episode about ship hulls and what sticks to them. Biofouling is the unwanted growth of microorganisms, plants, algae and mussels. A real problem because this growth increases the flow resistance. The ship also becomes heavier and consumes more energy. So a solution is needed and it comes from the German company Hazitech, which is located in Kiel, a unique approach worldwide. I talked in detail with Jan Kelling, one of the managing directors of Hazitech, about what exactly it's all about. Sailors know the problem just as well as any captain. Pox, algae, mussels settle on the hull below the waterline. Marine growth is a considerable problem. Jan Kelling, you offer a solution we want to talk about, but first let's focus on the issue. Why do all these organisms settle on the hull? Yeah, actually, that's, um, that's pretty simple. Nature is pretty simple there. Very small organisms like microorganisms and one cellular organisms settle and attach on liquid carrying surfaces already after seconds. And these um, building the biofilm, this green slimy layer, which you know um, from pools in the garden after two, three days in summer season, um, this green slimy uh, layer is the biofilm. And biofilm is the attachment base as well as uh, the, the food base for all barnacles, shells, algaes, which are uh, coming after that. And to avoid and to get rid of marine growth, Uh, you have to get rid of the biofilm. That's it. You're a sailor and you have to deal with this stuff for years. Sitting on your sailing ship, you had the idea how to get rid of this biofilm. Yeah, it was indeed uh, during uh, a holiday sailing week. And as always, you are talking about uh, biofilm and uh, the work which was uh, supposed to come up in, in, in winter season. And um, yeah, more or less out of a sudden, um, the idea of What about ultrasound? Uh, an ultrasound like a cleaning device for, for watches and glasses is, is uh, very well known. Um, this was the way actually uh, we started thinking. Um, if that could be a solution uh, to be used in a different way. That was mm. the very initial idea of uh, what we're doing today. <laughs> Why is biofilm such a problem? Um Yeah, it's um, actually, as I said, biofilm is, um, is, on one hand, nature is pretty simple. Without biofilm, no growth. But um, biofilm is, and this is easier to say in English than in German, biofilm is just a bitch. Pretty hard to fight, um, really tough, really resistant. Uh, also on that topic, nature is pretty simple. And um, yeah, you have to find a way to get... Um, to get rid of it, to, to fight it um, without uh, chemical biocides and stuff like that. Why do you have to get rid of it? Because it's extra weight or what's the problem? Yeah, on one hand, you have to get rid of biofilm in order to get rid of the marine growth which attaches on the biofilm. And generally speaking about uh, marine growth, it's um, 
fuel consuming matter which makes it different uh, if you consider big container ships it's a, a fuel consumption difference of at least 20 some say 40 but let's just stay with the 20 percent uh, imagine um, one of the big container vessels uh, 400 meters long they're consuming 150 tons of heavy fuel oil per day 150 tons of this black dirty stuff which is actually the waste in all uh, refineries And if you can save 20%, which makes 30 tons a day, by 200, roughly 220 days uh, sailing of such a vessel in, 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 uh, in average, it's more than 6,500 tons per year you can save. Multiply that with roughly $1,000 per ton. That's the money saving. But uh, consider the environmental uh, CO2 emission savings out of just six and a half thousand tons per year per vessel wow is huge definitely what have shipping companies done so far to prevent this problem um, to prevent uh, fouling on on the the vessel's hull they are using since uh, since years uh, biocide containing uh, paints or uh, heavy metal like copper containing paints actually using poisoning stuff to fight uh, the fouling um, but everybody knows this might work for a while but not uh, for the whole time of a vessel sailing period and when talking about the so-called niche areas like propellers like uh, both thruster tunnels like uh, the seawater cooling system with the pipes leading inside uh, the vessel they usually use uh, also heavy metal like, like copper containing systems which uh, actually leads to uh, releasing heavy metal into our oceans and both for the the niche areas and the vessel's hull is um, just the opposite of environmental friendly behavior mm. and this is what we have to fight as a yeah as a as a society as the industry as everybody on the planet actually we have to fight these further common solutions and uh, looking for new ones It's a huge problem because there are approximately 90,000 ships on the oceans worldwide, yeah, cargo ships, passenger ships, service ships, and um, all those are dealing with biofouling. And you, sitting on your ship, had an idea and developed your idea, and now it's unique worldwide – You've been announced winner of the German Innovation Award 2020. You are nominated for the German Environmental Award 2022. What is your solution? You just already mentioned ultrasound. How does it work? Yeah, uh, indeed, our technology is based on the working principle of ultrasound. And um, we are gluing, there's no drilling, no, no, no holes. We are gluing so-called ultrasound transducers. They, you can imagine them looking like a Coca-Cola can. Uh, we glue them from the dry side, from the inner side of the application, which has to be treated. If it's um, a part of the hull, if it's um, the propeller, the, the coolers inside, or the, the sea chest, which are the seawater, cooling water suction inlets, if you want to call it like that, or pipes inside the vessel uh, running the cooling water. We glue other transducers on these applications and um, then the ultrasound transducer is transferring ultrasound in a special combination of frequency and power supply via the material into the liquid and that prevents the attachment of microorganisms and one cellular organisms 
And as a result, we are preventing biofilm and marine growth on these surfaces. Wow. And does it really work? Have you equipped ships with it on the left-hand side with the transducers and on the right-hand side without them? Actually, we started, um, every vessel runs two cooling water inlet chests, um, one on port side, one on starboard. And the first one we did, the first installation was one transducer on port side and starboard was left without. And then we had to wait, I think it was nine or ten months roughly, uh, to get a result because it takes a while to get biofilm and, and marine growth uh, uh, on the surface. This was the very first initial uh, installation. Was there really a difference? Pretty simple. Um, the the not covered uh, sea chest was fully grown and uh, the protected with ultrasound protected one was free of growth. So the owner was convinced? For the first moment, yes. <laughs> But shipping is pretty conservative. So uh, there had been some more tests required. Um, but this is fine. Uh, actually, it's um, it's about uh, new technology, uh, innovative technology, which sounds more like magic than like science work. So um, it was a time to convince every everybody. And uh, everybody wants to have their own test or probably a second one. But that's, as I said, this is fine. It's about serious money in the end and about serious risks, even if uh, if it doesn't work. So from a certain point on, we knew that it would take some time to get that deeply into the market as mm -hmm. uh, we are today. But um, this is what we actually uh, started with one transducer to compare left and right. How many ships are equipped with your technology up to now? We have um, uh, more than 6,000 transducers uh, sold uh, by today. And um, more than 600 vessels uh, of all kinds are equipped on different kinds of applications. Some are just going for the propeller. Some are going for the full cooling system. Some just protecting the freshwater generator. Depends on where you have benefit. Um, uh, also cost benefit, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we reached the 600 plus vessel number pretty recently. Uh, it's all kinds of vessels trading the, the whole globe. It's uh, containers, bulkers, ferries, crews, uh, tacks of all kinds. Um, pretty interesting stuff. Let's talk about the advantages. It's no more underwater cleaning required. It saves millions in cleaning costs. It contributes to the protection of marine ecosystems. It prevents the introduction of invasive species, which is a topic if the destination is Australia or New Zealand, isn't it? Yeah, indeed, um, among others. But the Australian and the New Zealanders uh, had been the, the first uh, movers just making clear that uh, you're not getting into their waters without having proven that your hull and your niche areas like propeller and uh, seawater cooling system are free of growth mm -hmm. in order to avoid these carrying of invasive species. The reason is pretty simple and pretty clear. Beside CO2 emission and uh, the topic of water, drinking water in general, carrying invasive species is one of the three big problems of our planet in the future as it's really impacting how people can get uh, food on this planet. Not considering about uh, Europeans or, or Americans going to the supermarket, but um, if you consider uh, Africa, for example, as a continent, there's a river which 30, 40 years ago was uh, carrying 100% of fish to get all the people what they need. And uh, today that's down to 10%, just because some crabs from somewhere 
over the world had been uh, introduced and they are eating actually the they're on the very first step uh, the fish larvae the fish eggs so um, this is the the problem which is coming up by carrying invasive species with the the, the professional marine vessels and um, this is the reason why we have to fight that how big is the investment for let's keep with this uh, big container vessel It's uh, something which we are at the moment, even though we proved already that uh, the technology works, we are improving in terms of uh, actually demand of control, which is in shipping industry. So the product is uh, not finalized for this vessel size at the moment. But I think, or well, I'm sure it will be in a range which will be similar to what the industry is using today. So if mm. you have um, to, to cover such a vessel in the new build phase, with seven or eight layers of painting and coating. Um, this is also quite some uh, serious mm. money. And we will be in the same range comparable with a big, big difference that uh, paint you have to renew every five years. Um, but our system is a one-time investment. So that will uh, also from the, the financial point of view, it will be a um, big benefit. Okay. However, you didn't consider one thing in your invention. Ultrasound isn't usable for your sailing ship. Unfortunately, no. The The difference is metal and yeah, plastic or uh, reinforced uh, glass fiber is acting fully differently with ultrasound waves um, compared to each other. So uh, our technology is engineered and developed for metal Uh, transmission, if you want to call it like that. Um, and it's not working um, on plastic in general. That is possible to do it, but uh, not with the system we have designed it um, uh, today. Mm -hmm. So uh, some changes would be required then. I think it was 2013 you told you were sitting on your ship uh, thinking about biofouling and uh, you had this vision, this idea, and now you equip cruise vessels from two cruises with your transducers exactly how big is your company um just just coming uh, shortly to uh, to two cruises uh, it's not the whole fleet yet um, we started with uh, mineshift six that's uh, installed on the full seawater uh, cooling system we will be doing mineshift three in four or six weeks and um, uh, followed by mineshift one so this is uh Something uh, it's a project which we're doing the next years to uh, to equip the, the the full fleet. Yeah, that's uh, uh, what is agreed with Tui Cruises. Um, yeah, and back to uh, our company at the moment, we have I would say a bit less than around 25 uh, people working at HazyTech. Your team completely focuses on biofouling. Everything is done within your company. Nothing is outsourced, right? Yeah, indeed. Um, As uh, probably everybody who is uh, creating an innovation, uh, we are very careful with knowledge transfer. So we're doing really uh, everything uh, in-house from R&D to uh, production, uh, service, sales, um, and everything which is around. And um, yeah, it's actually the, the team is what is, uh, what is hazy tech. Um, the, the people with a with a mindset of getting some things done, getting innovative things done for the planet, for doing good stuff. Actually, this is um, what really is one of the main main achievements uh, we are running at HazyTech. Uh, we wouldn't be HazyTech without the team. Pretty simple. And uh, do you have a new vision? Oh yes, 
in, indeed, I have a vision. And uh, what is funny enough, I have two co-founders and um, actually both are Yeah, more coming from the theory part when it comes to 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 figures and, and finance and accountants, and um, on the other hand, on development and technical things. Uh, I'm a sales guy, so this is pretty pretty different. But uh, when it comes to this vision, um, we have it all together actually. And I think the main main thing about visions is they have to be so big. It's like uh, um, if you can dream it, you can do it somewhere in that direction. Mm -hmm. And if you ask me for our vision, just minutes earlier, we talked about the three topics of the planet, CO2 emissions, water in general, drinking water, and invasive species. Drinking water is the same if you're considering um, the African continent, uh, for example. We have to find a way to get our technology on these all these drinking water ponds fontaines lines whatever to to get the bacteria which are related with biofilm um, to get these bacteria of these drinking water system in it's not only africa but just as a first example um, and if you ask me for my vision is um, that we are making that much benefit and profit with our company that we would be able to develop a very small, tiny transducer, pretty easy to install, probably run with solar power um, independently um, to get this technology, avoiding bacteria, legionella, all these kind of things which are which are harming the drinking water in these areas, um, to get that secured and protected to improve the drinking water situation on a couple of places on Earth. This is really the final vision. This makes sense. Absolutely. Yes. It's a story of success, the story of your company. Have you been always that successful or has there ever been a moment when you thought it's over now? Uh, yeah, we, we, we had this typical startup situation. Um, roughly a year after we founded the company, we, we did some good projects, some first projects. Um, but then uh, out of a sudden, we, we experienced a big uh, financial loss. It was um, in somewhere around in summer 2017. That was leading to, of course, a lot of open invoices uh, due to pay, and uh, we had been able to to pay the the uh, the salary of our team very, very, very much too late. Uh, the first month, it was a month later actually, um, and uh, it was really, really a tough, uh, tough time to get things arranged in a certain way. Um, the team went with us; they just wanted to get um, yeah, information. What is the situation? We can deal with that and we can borrow money on a private base. So that was, uh, yeah, wow. uh, uh, that was the first impression uh, really. Even, um, I have to, to, uh, to talk about that, even um, three of the team, and I think we were, I don't know, 10, 12, 14 that time, um, three of them came in knocking uh, at uh, our door And um, in the office, like, uh, hey, Jan, can we have a talk? Yeah, come in. Um, yeah, I thought if it would help, I could get 50,000 from my bank. This is really, really, really strange. Huh? And um, I, have to, I have to be serious and careful and not to get tears in my eyes in this moment because that was really, really, really mm -hmm. um, emotional situation. That's the spirit of your company, yes. 
Yeah, that was and that is the, the spirit indeed. Um, of course, we denied not to get uh, our team probably in getting worse situations uh, uh, involved. But um, however, some months later, end of the year, I think it was November, um, it was still very tight and we had been, been uh, fighting for some new projects, new orders, but nothing came in. So there was a moment where we had to decide what to do. And um, in, in, in Germany, you can get some governmental support as an employee when your company is blank uh, backdropped. So, yeah, we decided to, of course, to support the team in this way to, to enable them to get this, uh, this financial support from the government. And therefore, you have to do it in the same month. So the last working day of the month, we decided, okay, this is the time uh, going to court and uh, claiming it's over due to financial uh, situation. And um, one of my co-founders took all the stuff, all the paperwork and uh, went to court, came back because court was closed that day. Yeah, we had been really, really down. We are three operational co-founders and where we had been really down. Like uh, we, we screwed that and sorry, we really fucked that up. Yes, that's what I thought. Two, <laughs> yeah, this is, <laughs> and this is yeah, what, what we said actually. And we, we've been sitting in the office two hours thinking, talking. It, it, was, it was a done deal. And then I got uh, four emails in a row. Um, bing, 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 bing. And uh, yeah, that had been the orders we had been working for weeks to get them in. Didn't hear anything uh, the last days before that. And then out of a sudden on this Friday afternoon, we got these orders, which really uh, yeah, wow. saved, saved the whole company. Oh, wow. And you didn't even expect them. No, um, of course you're you're getting on the phone trying to get people to get hold of them to to ask for the situation for the status, and I didn't hear anything. I was not able to get hold of them for a week, and then it was Friday afternoon. Out of the blue, uh, we got that in. That really, uh, yeah, saved the whole company in that moment. And since then, um, we've been paying the the salaries all in due time for almost five years now. So uh, that feels good. And you got more and more orders. Thank you, Jan Kelling, for talking to us about marine growth prevention. Likewise. It was very much fun. I was enjoying it. That was today's podcast episode. I talked to Jan Kelling, one of the managing directors of the German company HazyTech. I highly recommend subscribing to this podcast so you won't miss any new episode. By the way, this podcast also is available in German. Technik und mehr, Faszination Meerestechnik. Thanks for a positive rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Bye. Technology and the Sea. Fascination Marine Technology. Podcast by Bärbel Fening in cooperation with the German Association for Marine Technology, GMT. Music